Nobody wants to give the angels anything anymore, Marty. Not not a drop. No. Uh, Justin, you have to... I mean, do you not think over the years they've had enough? I mean, it's just incredible the amount that they take. I'm going to, I'm going to just put a, a slight caveat out there right now, Justin. This is not a sexy topic. You know when you're talking about... Uh, whiskey production and people talk about the the lovely copper stills and the oh they how they 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 rise up in the air and then you're talking about the, the you know the craft of the casks and all this. This hasn't really the sexy sexy element of it. You know, okay. there's not nothing nothing particularly sexy about this, right. is, but it is interesting. Do we have to take this very seriously, like Holy Mary, Mother of God, and all the rest of it, because it's the angels' I, share? I th- pulling us, we'll try and make it as interesting as possible, but it's not the most sexy topic. Let's be honest. And I'm not talking just the angel share because this is how I, how I came about. I had a plan for another podcast, but we'll keep that for another day. Being a member of the Institute of Brewing and Distilling, as I am now, Justin, you know, I get a uh, a monthly magazine called the Brewer and Distiller International. Because I'm, I'm a member of this now, Justin, you see? What, what a book to have on your coffee table, if you had one. <laughs> I don't have a coffee table, no. I, I, I have a tea cushion. <laughs> Now, this arrived in this morning, and I, I was I was looking through it, and there's there's a number of different articles on it, and but there's a couple of really quite good ones, and one that caught my eye, actually, was rethinking the angels' share. Now, we had Ross Morrison from the Scotch Bonnet Company on the other day, and I think we found it extremely interesting how he came up with what seems to be a very novel solution for the problem of of evaporation. Now, Angel Share is, obviously for anyone who doesn't know, it's the whiskey evaporating out of the casks. Okay? And when they mature. Because they, they soak when they're sitting for three years, they get wet, they expand, gaps come in the top, and the spirit evaporates. It, it sort of seeps out and gets away. Now, there's been, over the years, there's been lots of work done on this. To put this into scale, now we're going to talk about Scotland here, because there's a lot more, a lot more research in Scotland, and, well, they're the, they're the daddies of the whole thing. So it, it, it's more impressive in terms of figures. How much is lost to the angels' share every year is around 30 million gallons evaporating 30 million gallons disappears into the ether but it's fairly okay. cold in scotland there's much more per- greater percentage evaporates in say like india it's just it must just be enormous they don't maybe age it just as long over in india but i mean you're talking uh for anybody who's using the metric system uh 30 million gallons multiply that by 4.5 to get you how many liters and then if you want to do it, multiply that by 0.7, and that'll get you how many bottles disappear every year. To put it into scale, it's the entire capacity of the Keystone XL pipeline. That's that you know, it's just a huge amount. Now, at a time when we are uh, trying to be environmentally friendly, that all of that's lost product. That's lost. Uh, the grain that's been grown, it's lost all the transportation and the, the fuel that went into make it and so on and so forth. That's all it's just disappears. But is year. it and not a necessary casualty of billions. whiskey production, Marty? 
Well, you think it is, and it, it probably, it probably is. Certainly vital to aged whiskies, you know, for for whiskies that are aged for a for a considerable period of time, but for for whiskies that are not necessarily aged as long, then it's probably not going to make a huge difference in the flavour profile. And what I mean by that is whiskies that are maybe aged for for five years, you know, five to, to probably up to ten years. It's not maybe going to make that much of a problem for your blend of whiskies. You know, the the stuff that's that's green whiskies that's really used to to, to, to be blended in with, with your malts to to create the likes of Johnny Walker and that kind of thing. So for your aged spirit it's probably much more important that it goes through that process. But for your younger whiskies it's probably not going to make that much difference. Well because Ross when he talked about the Scotch bonnet device, he said that it didn't make any difference in the first year. It was towards the end of the second year you, you seemed to notice a, a difference. So uh, what, what, what does this article propose then in Rethinking the Angels, sure? Well, well, you see, this, is, this article isn't actually just about the Angels share. Now, what it is, is it's called Rethinking the Angels share. Why Filling and Disgorging Needs a Bigger Conversation. So what this talks about, it's, it's an article that uh, they asked David Boyd, who's formerly of Shiva's Brothers, and Matt Stevenson of <laughs> Cockian Systems. Now, it's C-O-C-K-A-Y-N-E, which I thought possibly that you could pronounce that Cockian Systems, <laughs> which I don't, think that's, I don't think that's how it's supposed to be pronounced. Okay. But I think, so, Cockian Systems. No, um, and what it actually talks about is understanding what the inventory in casks are. Now, you think about this. If you're filling a cask, you really need to make sure that it's filled to the right level. I'll go. I'll elaborate on this a little bit. I'll quote the article here. At the filling, the data captured includes the make, filling date, cask type, bulk content, alcohol content, and the litres of alcohol at filling, at cask, and parcel level. So basically it's telling you that it, this is what, when you're filling a cask, has to be taken down. But in conjunction with costing and other financial information, this forms the basis for balance sheets valuations of a company's liquid assets and has to satisfy HMRC requirements. Now think about it for a second. You've got a 200 litre bourbon cask and you're filling these. Now imagine you're filling them to just under 200 litres. You know, you're, you're filling right. these I would slightly say you differently. Would, you'd want a bit of a room and moving room and sloshing about room and expansion room in them. Yes, I would say you would, yeah. Yes. But you're putting in 200 litres. If you put that in, and to, get, to give you an idea of just the, the size of some of this, Diageo hold somewhere in the region of 11 million casks. Now, if you take that out of just 200 litres uh, in, in each cask, that's well in excess of 2 billion litres of, of spirit. Okay? Now, if you're filling those up and you're 1% off, you're talking about millions of litres out that aren't there to begin with. 
so you can you can start to see where there's a problem with with actually just the yes, filling levels. Cause, cause the tax eva- man gets becomes involved. Because the evaporation is also going to say you say there's uh, one hundred and ninety eight liters in it and five of them evaporate. But if you only filled it to one nine five and five of them evaporate, you're going to be three out to begin with. Well, see, this is this is what. This is what I found quite interesting about this article. I did a couple of quick calculations, okay? Say your angel shares 2% per annum, okay? Um, if you fill it, uh, a cask to 200 litres precisely, uh, after five years, there's about 180 litres in it, and after 10 years, there's 163. Now, this is an extreme amount uh, being different of at one and a half percent out to start with okay. i just use that off out of the top of my head so say instead of putting 200 liters in you put 197 mm-hmm. not no not knowing that you're you're out by that much after 10 years after five years you're at 178 liters which is two liters less so you've only really lost you know you've, you've actually sort of gained slightly if you like but after 10 years you're down to 158 liters there's five liters difference after ten years. Now take that across. Okay, you're not going. It's not the machine's not going to be that faulty, all across the, the 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 spectrum, but you're starting to see these little differences at the start start but to extrapolate Surely they out. put the, the content of the barrels through flow gauges at the end, and they know exactly how much they started with, and they know exactly how much they finished with. Well, you see, you think you do, but you're losing. Two percent. That's not set in stone because a cask over in one corner is going to be lost in slightly more than a cask over here, or different. The okay. wood's all different. I agree. So with you have you. all these. Yeah. You have all yeah. these really different permutations. So it's going to be really, really difficult to actually understand how much accurately um, liquid you actually have. It just seems. It sounds. It sounds daft, but. Once you once you start thinking about it in terms of scale, the equipment really needs to be bang on every time, because once a blender comes along and says, right, we need to put in, we need to put in forty barrels of that and eighteen barrels of that and and you know this kind of thing. Once you start doing that, <laughs> if you if you if you take it that you're putting in, there's five liters difference in the casks, um. You put on uh, 10, 40, 40 casks, you're actually a cask out. So it becomes a, a lot more important in terms of, of uh, filling and getting the stuff 100% correct to start with, you know? Right. And, so right. what are the proposed to uh, rectify this or, or take this into account then? Well, they've, they've developed a new cask filling machinery um and it's it's this cookie and systems uh, solutions and they have all different manners of stuff um they've developed a cask masker 4.0 it's a modular system that can easily be scaled to match your production demands the design uses standard building blocks utilizing the two most common platforms in whiskey distillery basically what it does is these meters measure the what's going in uh, in terms of fill, volume, ABV, temperature and density. Because remember, if a spirit gets too hot, it expands as well. 
So that's one of the reasons you're you're getting your your losses, is because in terms of volume, if it's the warmer it is, the more it expands. I mean that's why, uh, it, you know, uh, pipes burst and stuff because different things expand or contract depending on heat. So they're measuring all of these things going in. If you have uh, your liquid going in at a certain temperature, in terms of volume over a course of uh, hundreds of thousands of balls, you know, if it's a couple of degrees warmer and it's maybe 2% more volume, once it goes out into the, the, the shops where it's maybe a bit cooler, you'll start to notice the fill levels drop. And then the taxman comes along and Mr. Taxman goes, hang on, boyo, you're filling the fast one here. You're shorting these people out in terms of volume going into the cask or into the balls. So it's hard. There's maybe not something that people think about, but in terms of practicalities for a distiller, um, for a whiskey producer, it must actually be a real, a real headache. Now, one of the things that they say, they say in this article, and again, it's uh, it, it just sort of makes you think a little bit. It says here the balance between technology and human expertise is keenly followed. Uh, whilst observing the growth in the popularity of single malts has simultaneously made inventory management even more challenging. So, David uh, says on thing... Is this a case of them trying to computerise everything and because whisky production is an art and a science, it can't be definitively put down subjectively? Uh, and, uh, well... Yeah, I think it's one of these things. This is one of the aspects of the, 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 the trade that they don't particularly show you on the guiding because people will go, well, that's just interesting. But it's, I find it actually, I do find it interesting because what he said was, with, with the onset, the, the, the rise of these um, single malts uh, and even single barrels, when I first entered the industry, you might have had two iterations of a single malt brand, a standard offering plus an aged variant. But now when you're looking to the future, you're usually having to lay down volume for multiple interpretations, each with specific cast finishes and requirements, and it's adding even more to an inventory manager's stock model. So a huge database has become a lot more complex over the, over the years. So imagine you're just setting out that, okay, we're going to release, we're going to buy in rum casks. We're going to finish it in rum casks, and we're going to put them away for, relay them down for a few years. And your inventory, is coming out and it, you're taking orders for it your sales forecast then whenever you come to make it you go hang on we we're down uh, so many bottles now this is not for the small distiller this is not for the small producer who's you know making little volume this is for the big guys but, and but you, you did say in the past that a lot of these older distilleries be they big or small had a problem with carrying too much stock and, and, and they could stop production for a number of years and still manage to sell the brand? Well, this, this is what they can do for certain for certain um, brands and certain, certain bottlings that they bring out. But these days, people that are more and more looking for your, your single malts, they're looking for uh, experimental cask finishes, they're looking for something that didn't really exist a huge amount a few years ago. So... It's uh, in the Irish whiskey trade. It has come on. We've talked about this before. 
there really only was three distilleries uh, a few years ago and now there's so many more and they're bringing out different expressions uh, different plays on the same thing if you like uh, because they have to until their own spirits really I mean we're heading towards 40 distilleries now um, so they're de having these different cask finishes now there's three million casks maturing in Ireland which is you know 600 million litres there's more than that because you know that a lot of the casks will be uh, sherry butts and stuff but we'll say that there's six 600 million litres now two percent of that's disappearing and the fill levels at the right temperature to the right volume all get into casks it all plays a part and for the smaller guy these little differences could end up proving extremely costly. Over what are you saying? Are you saying that if you were on a security guard night shift one night, you could put one of these barrels in the back of your van, drive out with it, and in five years' time, people wouldn't think any difference of it? <laughs> no, 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 Justin, you're, you're putting uh, thoughts in my head here. I no. was thinking of getting a job, uh, uh, you know, with uh, putting my name down for an agency for a bit of work <laughs> and, uh, as a security guard at, uh, at a no. distillery. No, but my point is in all of this, everyone talks about the angel's share, but there's so many different factors in terms of what is actually in the cask. When you're filling it up, that has to be nailed on every time, because if it's not, then you're not going to know what you're going to have. You don't know what you've lost. It, it needs monitored over a period of time, because who knows, for whatever reason, you may have a cask that's leaking more or you may have a certain types of cast that you've bought in that the angel share is going through a lot quicker and you're losing more volume there's there are the likes of the scotch bonnet where you're now possibly getting bigger volumes and it's this idea that you're making a product today that you're putting into a cask and really you don't know what you're going to get at the end of it so the importance of getting a right going in at the very start becomes much much more important and i just found that article really quite interesting in that that this company is bringing out these new system or new systems new products and guaranteeing they they say in an advert that they have 99.95 percent repeatability and 99.9 percent .9 accuracy and i I just I just found the article okay it's not the sexiest topic but it's one that on a, on a level becomes much more important when you think about it in terms of the scale when you when the industry's losing so much volume to the angel share there's now a bit more of a push and hopefully a very easy cheap solution in terms of scotch bonnet to stop that that the accuracy of of all of this is becoming much more monitored and I don't want to be thinking about it in terms of necessarily the, the, the mass big scale production but they can't all be small single cast bottles all the time. If you enjoy whiskey all of this kind of thing becomes uh, of interest to you you know. Absolutely and uh, well Anything can be of interest because we're we're going to discuss 
Whiskey by Design on Saturday night at 10pm. We are. We're going to, I've been looking over. I have lots and lots of bottles. And, oh, hang on. Just, in, uh, just out the corner of my eye, Northern Ireland women have just scored another goal. So, <laughs> yeah, they're going to go to a major championship. They're all going crazy here. They're all at the Oval. Excellent stuff. Excellent. Anyway, sorry. Um, no, I, I've been looking over some of my uh, whiskey collection. And I just was interested the other week. Uh, on this we were talking about uh, the the tealing bottlings and how how nice the, the well presented they are and how the packaging very impressive they are very, very impressive. impressive so there's some really nice ones or some not so nice ones or some a bit sexy some a bit innovative some of them have uh, people's faces on them and stuff so i just thought it would be nice to talk about sort of some of the different styles of bottling excellent stuff see you 10 p.m youtube facebook Maybe LinkedIn as well. Maybe Instagram slightly afterwards. It's Irish Whiskey Review. Thank you.